Hi, Internet. Hello, Internets. How's it going? Welcome to episode 17 of Outrage Factory, the foremost outrage uh, assembly podcast on the Internet where we talk about the things that made the Internet angry this week. Yeah, basically, we are the best podcast that talks about this because... We're the only even though even though I refuse to research and find other ones that do, we're the only ones that do. No one else is doing this except yeah. us. We're uh, we're shining diamonds. <laughs> uh, big week, big week for the angries. There's there's a, there's a lot of buttheartedness out there in internet land. Plus, we're on the brink of a uh, 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 nuclear war right now with North Are Korea. We? Oh yeah, well not uh, like not me and you personally. Oh, because uh, we haven't. I thought we weren't going to talk about Trump. We're not going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about how okay. the world is on the brink of... I'm, I'm just going to be that guy, and I'm just going to say, so what nuclear. if they shoot, like, one nuke in there? I think we could... There's a couple cities that could take a nuke, I and mean, the rest of us would be okay. How many countries in the world would be like, oh, I shot a nuclear warhead to where? And they'd be like, North Korea, and they'd be like, ah! Yeah, I don't. I mean, hopefully, there, there's a bunch. I'm sure the North Korean people are fine. Like they're fine people. Well, like there's like over a hundred million starving, so it's like it's not like they elected the guy. No. So maybe we shouldn't. Maybe they should kill get, them with radiation. Okay. I'm not against the nuclear warhead. I'm against the size. Can we just get like one of those mini nukes that just like blows up like I don't know a couple hundred feet? And just roast that guy. Hey, speaking of size, did you hear about the guy who loves his fat wife? Yes. <laughs> God damn. This is, uh, How about that segue? This is a very virtue uh, signally week on the internet. We have a couple yeah. examples of that. The the best one, absolutely, hands down, was uh, Mr. Robbie Tripp, who, <laughs> <laughs> hero that he is, yeah. uh, wrote, like a 500 word Instagram post essentially about how he's a chubby chaser. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I, I want to see what his wife read said when she read that. She's like, Oh, uh, thanks for calling me fat on the internet. So, well, okay. So I read what she said afterwards. She, yeah. she defended the guy. Let's just, so for those of you who aren't aware, this guy posted, uh, a Instagram post of, he's like the world's scrawniest white dude. Uh, with his wife's actually like she's a babe, like she's so far out of this dude's league, um, yeah. which he doesn't seem to understand because he felt compelled to write. Uh, I love this woman and her curvy body. As a teenager, I was often teased by my friends for my attraction to girls on the thicker side, uh, ones who were shorter and curvier, girls uh, that the average bro might refer to as chubby or even uh, quotation marks fat so what i like he, his friends obviously have never seen a rap video yeah or a, a woman in or real life the internet post kim kardashian where every girl has a big butt now yeah and they go to the gym for hours a day to get a big butt he's like oh you gotta love the big butt it's like yeah everybody fucking does i exercise with a girl and she tries to make me do like 800 squats a day and yeah I'm, i don't want i don't want a kardashian ass no you that's don't. not a good look for men dude i went to the gym and this girl was doing squats but she had taken dumbbells and put them on their sides and was standing on the dumbbells so she could squat lower 
and it it was just looked ridiculous. By the way, ladies, did you know Dale and I both go to the gym? We do. <laughs> and when we say we watch girls do squats to get big butts, we we're not creepy about no, it. No, it's all not like, weird. It's for research purposes. We're, we're feminists, just like Robbie Tripp. <laughs> just like Robbie like, Tripp, who loves big booties. We're like, look at that fat girl. I want to have sex with her. That makes me a feminist. <laughs> so, all right. This dude was so so proud of himself yeah. uh, for having uh, a hot wife who, with a normal body that Dude, he felt compelled to roast her for being fat. <laughs> how many how many self-high fives do you think he gave to himself as he was writing? He's like, oh, man, yes, yes, she's fat. Mm, some would call fat. Mm. My bros made fun of me when I was a kid. Mm, now I love fat girls and I'm married one. The fucking worst thing about this is that uh, – it, it worked. Like, the guy actually went viral until there was the backlash. He went viral. He was, like, covered by, like, Huffington Post and uh, whoever the fuck else uh, covered it. Like, probably Teen Vogue and Cosmo. Wait, I see a picture of him. He's sitting on... He's on Good Morning Britain. Yeah, and... Uh, Good morning, Britain. This guy is... We're talking to Robbie Tripp. World-renowned feminist from the San Francisco Bay Area. Like, you're not a feminist because you, like... He's got a fat wife. I, I'm attracted to a normal-sized <laughs> woman. I like fat girls. I don't, why are we doing the British accent? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because he was on Good Morning Britain. <laughs> oh, oh, he was on Good Morning Britain. Uh... Yeah, Robbie Tripp is a feminist hero now. We will learn about him in uh, feminist university courses. What a hero this man was for uh, marrying a woman with a big ass. Also, I'd have to say a uh, good barometer to tell if a guy's full of shit is if he wears a Hawaiian shirt, not in Hawaii, and not drunk. Because he's on Good Morning Britain. Good morning, Britain! Hey, it's like Hawaii. I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, Britain, I'm a crazy American feminist. I've got a Hawaiian shirt and a fat wife. <laughs> kind of veered into Australian there, I hey, think. Bro. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Remember that time we were going to do an entire podcast <laughs> yeah. of awful English accent? And then we realized that Dale can't. Dale can do a... Uh, British colonies, <laughs> plural somewhere in the Commonwealth, where it just switches back and forth. It goes like Australian, Irish, British. Oh, we're gonna. Uh, I have a. Uh, <laughs> we have one Scottish listener. Uh, what up, Lorna? Thanks for listening. Who gets angry every time we refer to Ireland as part of like the <laughs> Commonwealth? Because apparently. I just figured they were all the same. Turns out they're not. Oh, they're different redheads? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what up? Uh, any guys out there who have fat wives or love fat wives or... Uh, Live in Ireland. Yeah. Or you're all <laughs> feminist heroes. Congratulations. Yeah. The world needs... Definitely wait, needs more dudes wait. who are going to step up. I have a question about how... What level of feministism feminist you are. If you marry her... Does she have to be fat when you marry her for you to be a feminist? Or if she lets herself go, does that make you progressively become a feminist? Well, so, yeah, you could just be a normal dude. But yeah. then if she, like, if she's, like, super skinny when you get married, yeah. but then she has, like, four kids. Yeah. 
but you're not really a feminist until you write a self-congratulatory Instagram oh, post. Right. That's what takes you over the top. I, I guess that's like the graduation ceremony is your Instagram post. Wait, yeah, that's the graduation yeah. into feminism. And I can only imagine, like, if I pulled that shit with Courtney, if I was like, <laughs> look at this big fat heifer. <laughs> I, I love her, so I'm a feminist. After she murders you, uh, yeah, that I would have not, your stuff? <laughs> that would not go over <laughs> well. Be like, what happened to Derek? Uh, he called Courtney fat <laughs> on Instagram, so... and she killed him. Yeah, that didn't... I mean, I, I think I did the same thing back when I... Uh, started my parenting blog that lasted until I had an actual child. Yeah. I wrote a post about how she got all, like, you know. Pregnant. Uh, the body that's, changes during that's pregnancy. the easiest non-angry inducing way to say it when a girl gains weight because she has a child in her. You're like, well, oh, that's she's that's like, pregnant. Yeah. That's I, a, I gained fucking tons of weight when she had a child. I think I went up 60 pounds, so. Yeah, but you're, like, a narcissist. So for you to be a chubby chaser, you would have to gain weight. <laughs> so true. you can look in the mirror. And still love myself. Be like, ooh. <laughs> would that make you a feminist? That's probably, yeah, dude. I'm a feminist for my own fat wait, body. I have another question. If we're all being gender neutral, is there really feminist I don't, don't. Why would you Why would you take it there? I don't know. Why I, would you? I just like derailing the whole podcast and being like, oh, great. Now we're aware of the whole gender neutral thing and we can't really talk about but check stuff. this shit out because i'm bringing it back around speaking to genders there was a guy at google world's oh, dumbest idiot world's snap. biggest moron hey who, uh, who was that person who told us we weren't good at segues uh, 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 uh an idiot probably uh, the same dipshit who wrote the fucking 12 page memo being like hey employer everything yeah. you're doing in regards to diversity is stupid and wrong yeah I expect to still have a job at the end of this. <laughs> uh, James Damore. That is terrible. Who was this engineer at Google. Uh, so for those of you who aren't in the know, Google is like literally under federal investigation for uh, not uh, not treating women equal to men. Wait. Organizationally. Will Chrome still work? What, why? When, it's not. Because ma- it's Google. It's not made by a woman. Oh. <laughs> That was Derek, a joke. I'm a feminist. Derek, you just <laughs> lost all your chubby chasing feminist cred right there. Oh my god. Why did I do that? Uh, I'll edit it. I'll edit no, it. Out. It's fine. Won't. I'll edit it. No. No, I won't. I want to be no. the nice one for once. Uh, I want to be the nice guy on. It only took 18 episodes, but Derek's finally a bigger dickhead than old. You're already Dale the Stern. funny guy, though. So am I should I? get to be the nice guy. Yeah, everyone says you're funnier than I am, which is like super insulting. I love. Everyone mega, who said that. Mega insulting. I mean, I don't like to toot my own Well, actually, I do like to toot my yeah. own horn. Who's and yeah. since I've been practicing all my jokes by laughing at them myself, <laughs> this really does This really does give me new hope that all the practice is uh, taking... Uh, it's working? I, I don't know. <laughs> so hey they did not say that you were the best sentence hey maker. <laughs> the best speaker of words. Good thing I'm funny because sentences Dale. are hard. Uh, James Damore 
wrote a 10-page, 3,000-word screed of an argument that women are not as qualified as men. Not only not as qualified, biologically not as qualified, just like their brains. It was basically the tech equivalent of people who are like, blacks are genetically predisposed to committing more crime. And you're like, that yeah. makes no fucking sense. Like, Dude, was he enge an engineer? He was an engineer. This is hilarious because I just heard an old welder joke yesterday. For the first time, I can't believe it was the first time I heard it. It was, what does an engineer use as birth control? His personality. <laughs> Get it? Because they're all dickheads. <laughs> all right. Wait, was that software engineer or was that like bridge, I, I think it's pretty builder. across the board engineer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if there's any engineers who listen to us, they probably don't because they're too busy talking over everybody else to listen to a podcast. All right. So James Damore wrote uh, a 10-page memo that, of course, went public. <laughs> Wait. When does it stop being a memo and become a I talk too much? Like, yeah. Or uh, I think before 10 pages, you could be like, all right, this isn't a memo. This is a full-fledged email. What's the thing that crazy people write? Manifesto. Uh, manifesto, there you yeah. go. It was definitely veered into manifesto territory, yeah. I think, a bit. But uh, predictably, uh, he got fired from his job, which a lot of people are like, man, like Google maybe shouldn't have fired him. I yeah. will say Google absolutely should have fired him, not because of the views he expressed, yeah, which were like universally bad, but because uh, if – if your employer is like heavily invested in in a diversity initiative and they're like very publicly trying to uh, to be kind of a beacon for diversity in the tech industry, if you yeah. come out and you write a highly public memo being like, "Hey, my employer is fucking stupid, and here's why," you're not you're not going to keep your job. That's just no. that's not a thing that's going to happen in regardless of where you work. It's not just it's not just in the tech industry. Uh, it's across the board. I will say that that my one experience uh, telling an employer how shitty it was uh, ended, you know, about with the same results. <laughs> like I was, yeah. I but no longer worked there. Thank God yours didn't involve women being the lesser gender. No, which you know would have made it. But predictably, this guy is now a hero to the alt right. Uh, they're celebrating him for for having the courage to come out and say. Uh, that women are biologically inferior to men. Uh, oh, is this what everybody was talking about on the internet? Being like alt-right using science and stuff? And there was that one guy who had like a million posts. Could have been. You going to back that Research up? Research on... No. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't think... I think you've said... You've, Derek, as the nice guy, put this very well that... This guy's garbage and his 10-page memo was a little over the top. So, but it does kind of, uh, it, it brings an interesting debate to the forefront, which is something we're seeing more and more from people with shitty, toxic opinions. Uh, and these people frequently, what they like to do is, is say that uh, for us to have uh, true diversity and true tolerance, we have to, uh, we basically have to endure their shitty, awful opinions on things. <laughs> like, uh, you see it all the time because people are always like, oh, so much for the tolerant left, not tolerating me being a racist fuckface. Like, yeah. no. So, 
The reason diversity initiatives exist and tolerance movements exist is to directly oppose the idiot shit that comes out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Not to give you a sounding board so that you can have, like, uh, an equal voice in the amphitheater. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me that people are so dumb in the brain that they think that that for a place to really respect diversity uh, and diversity of thought, they have to... Uh, coddle some dipshit who wants to write a 10-page memo about how women are like are yeah, not cut is, out to work in This tech. is just dumb because I think it, it to me it just comes down to hey I like my job I don't want to take less money or lose my job because there's women out there who can do my, their job just as good as I can and I think that's what it breaks down to. There's a lot of people who think, well, if you have all these diversity hires, it takes the job away from me who's less qualified to do it, but I just got it either through nepotism or because I'm a man and somehow you think I can do my job better. So it's kind of sad really because it's all based in fear and... I don't understand how anybody would think that a woman wouldn't be just as good as a tech job as a man. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, the guy wasn't necessarily, uh, he, he didn't come out swinging with like really heavy sexist statements. Basically he said that, uh, women are underrepresented in tech, but he argued that, that there is uh, a biological reason for that. And he also argued that, uh, a lot of the the methods that are being put in place to uh, counteract that are are discriminatory against men, which is something like we see uh, affirmative action was a thing in the states, and now they're that was supposed to like uh, give African Americans an equal shot in in like institutions and jobs, and now uh, the specter of that is kind of coming back to haunt them. Like, was it really successful? Did it did it push equality? Uh, do African Americans feel like they have an equal shot in the states, despite these like diversity initiatives? Uh, yeah, that just means that. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, really. It's just because usually it just ends up being like diversity initiatives. The main fault in them is they don't get rid of nepotism, and it's still just gonna be who you know as opposed to what you know like people are still going to hire their friends and they're just going to find someone of a different color to hire yeah i mean the so um so i work uh at a tech company on a marketing team uh where uh like every Everyone. I in, work at a tech company. I work. I'm a welder. I work around men. <laughs> I'm on the marketing I, team. I point a flame at metal. Uh, I point marketing at people and <laughs> make is, them buy that stuff. That is my job. Uh, everyone in the leadership position on my team is a woman, which is good. It's it's a good thing. But I read a study that says you're more happy when there's more women in management. That that. That that could could be I think true. That, I, I mean, think that would just be people are more happy in companies that are willing to hire more women because they're a more open-minded company and 
more willing. Yeah, I mean to make you happy. No, so the, the meritocracy is a total myth. Like that anyone, that everyone is always going to get a job based solely on their skills. Like that's not that's not a fucking thing that exists in reality. It's either because of who you know or or what you know or someone who is interviewing yours you uh they're like subconscious bias so people like to people like to hire people and work with people who remind them of themselves in whatever form that takes so you do see uh when when women are in leadership positions that will lead to more women being on a team and i don't think it's intentionally discriminatory at all i think it's just yeah, it's just you want to surround yourself with people you like and people who like you. Like, you don't want to be like, wow, this guy seems like he's going to argue with me all the time. I'm going to hire that guy. Oh, is this person going to write a fucking 10-page memo and leak it to the press <laughs> about how fucking moronic we are? That's <laughs> uh, not. Let's pass on him. Yeah, let's let's hire good time Gus instead of Debbie Downer. Yeah. Uh, I will say that that women do face a lot of discrimination uh, in tech still. Uh, there are roads inroads being made. A lot of them are really heavy-handed. A lot of diversity initiatives are maybe uh, not executed in a way that that avoids blowback like this. Like so, this is like a natural response. And now you have all these like alt-right dipshits and men's right activists crying that they're being discriminated against. Uh, to make room for women. <laughs> yeah, I personally don't give it like fuck whatever, man. <laughs> I mean like if you're going to discriminate against someone, you should probably discriminate against men's right activists and the alt right because well, they started taking things a little too seriously and they're kind of like those guys when you make a joke, they just start screaming about secret conspiracies and stuff and you're like, "Look, conspiracies are fun and all, but let's not scream." And talk about how you're being, like, oppressed. Yeah. That's actually what it's become now. Like, the alt-right has become this caricature of the left, where the left used to be, like, the crybabies and the safe spaces and the get offended and the professional umbrage takers. It's now uh, the alt-right, which, well, I guess it's actually on both sides of the aisle, which is... Uh, Even worse, because before we could be like, oh, it's all coming from one side. And at least... The right were staunch in their ideals, but it was all old school ideals and they weren't really whiny crybaby have a protest about it. They're just like, well, we control stuff, so we're going to change it. Now they're all like, oh, look at us. And we're like, no, we don't Did you see this thing tonight in Virginia? A bunch of, uh, there was like 150, 200 uh, alt-right marchers uh, with like I'm not even fucking joking. They had like citronella tiki torches. Like they were marching with torches, but they were like those mosquito torches that you put up outside. And Maybe they, marched... they were just uh, sick of the bugs. Yeah, they marched to like some uh, Robert E. Lee statue, I believe. So uh, Confederate hero to uh, I don't, it's some like white anti-white genocide uh, thing. But apparently things got a little. Where uh, was this Virginia? Uh, for, uh, yeah. It's all over the Twitter machine. You can actually see a clip of uh, people throwing down whatever. I'm just getting tweets about Virginia Woolf. Yeah. So. Which is worse. Don't look at those. I don't want to look at that. Uh, back on the uh, the Google thing. Uh, oh, what's what's that sound? Oh, it's our our virtue signal. It's it's up in the sky. <laughs> what do I see? Uh, virtue signal of the week. 
comes to us courtesy of Sam Stevenson, uh, specifically uh, in regards to this Google memo outcry. Uh, Sam Stevenson is, well, let's just pull up his fucking Twitter thing. Yeah, this is, this sucks because we rail on the other guy who were like, yo, you can't do that. Your 10-page memo was bullshit, blah, 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 women. And then this guy kind of just launches out and overcorrects and we're like all right that's also too much and too annoying to virtual signal that you're not going to take at google a job at google because of what this guy said yeah uh this tip comes to us courtesy of julie robertson who uh by all standards is an awful person who has repeatedly stated she prefers Dale to me on this podcast. So Sounds like a girl with good taste. Julie, if you're listening, uh, not a fan. Not not a fan, personally. I'm a fan, personally. Uh, Sam Stevenson, who is... Uh, he works uh, at... Uh, uh, fuck. Ba- Basecamp. Whoever makes that. 37 Signals, I think. Um, this, like... I don't know what you're talking about. What's Basecamp? Te- tech company... It's like a project management tool. Okay, we all don't work in marketing. Right. And we all don't shoot ads at people. And we don't have the inside DL for tech. So it's like a welding. Some of us are welders. So it's like a welding welding app, but for project management. Wait. Get it? So there's an app for project management? All right. Anyway. Anyway, is (laughs) Is that the 37... Thing? 37 signals of the tech so 37 signals is notoriously like uh like forward-thinking company that like has a remotely distributed workforce and like crazy perks for their employees okay what like, do they make 12 weeks of vacation a year they make they just make like software they make like so a, they make apps or games apps okay games. and they're the ones who make the project management app yes not a game I know. I know. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Wait, what would a project management app entail? It's like there. Oh, there's all sorts of them out there. Like to to manage pro, like so managing projects is like the single fucking worst thing you can do in any environment because you're trying to like juggle all these like different tasks and there's different people involved. Oh yeah, it's awful. Basically, man. you've got to get your idiot employees to do their job, otherwise you get in shit. So it's you become a manager and you become responsible for everybody else's faults. Is that apt? Yeah, like you're basically taking the fall for other people failing to do their goddamn job. Are you a project manager? Because you're getting pretty heated. Yeah, no, I project manage some shit. Oh, I project manage some shit. (laughs) It's not something I'm good at. Uh, I would say my skills as a welder and a project manager are probably, uh, if you put them on the old scales, it would be a flat... See, this is where it would be good to be a project manager in welding because we're still not as PC as other uh, companies like tech companies. So if I was a project manager and it was all welders, I could just be like, hey, fuck faces, do your jobs. (laughs) I will literally beat you with my fists. Yeah, you can go home because you suck at your job. I could say that to people. Yeah. And – yeah, their feelings will get hurt, but I won't get fired. No, it's different in the workplace. You have, like, H- HR departments. You have, uh, you know, you got to, like, play office politics and shit and, like, bribe people with lunches, and uh, which is fine. I mean, it's to me, it's better than, you know, labor. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I would rather 
hey, uh, can I use the company credit card to uh, <laughs> buy you some Subway? Hey, oh, wait. I, I, oh, I bet you guys don't eat Subway. What do you guys eat? What? What's, give give, give our listeners give our listeners a typical rundown uh, of it. It's actually pretty pretentious Derek. shit. Like, it's typical oh, tech you company. Don't say. Uh, so there's this catering company called En Route, which makes these, like, uh, artisanal, like, uh, small batch hand cooked meals. I take it back. I'd rather not, do labor. I'm not. Like, I'd rather do labor. So when I think about like, there's the occasional like we'll eat fucking ramen or we'll like run out for sushi or but like when we get lunches and they're they're very it's it's like this whole like uh, can you go eat burgers? Well, yeah, but who, like could I go? Hey, you want to go get lunch and go get uh, steamrollers Frisco? Do they still have is steamrollers still a thing? Yeah, I think. But Chipotle's in town now, man. That's the superior burrito. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Dale's. Dale. Uh, no. Is Steamroller a thing outside of Vancouver? No, or is that it's just definitely not. It's just Vancouver. No, it's but basically what I'm saying is, can you get non-hipster food? You could eat whatever the fuck to be plied with. Like sometimes we go to like the Brentwood Food Court and I'll eat like uh, Manchu Whoa, Walk or The Brentwood whatever. Food Court a little too far in the opposite direction, <laughs> Derek. I was thinking maybe like the keg. What? No, a keg is classy, man. Okay, like that sounds dumb to say, but like you don't go to the keg and For like... Lunch. Have Wait. a baseball steak. Oh man, I would man, eat the hell. You could ply steak. my basement or my business. <laughs> ply my <laughs> ply my basement. That would be weird. Uh, uh, if you were to try bribe me with a baseball steak, uh, mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, consider me bribed. <laughs> I consider you locked in his basement yeah. while he eats his baseball steak. What can I help you with? Something to do with tech and management and my app? Yes. You can have my app. Yeah, you know, and there's all those, like, restaurants and shit, like Cactus Club. Did you just say restaurant? Restaurants. What's a a restaurant? Like Cactus Club. So those, like, Cactus Club and Earl's and Joey's, like, where where they're like. it's not just a clever name. They're like, we won't come out and say that we only hire attractive women, but that's totally what we do. Yes. I'm not a fan of that. That goes against my fat girl marrying feminist ways. Yeah, I bet James Damore would write some awful letters Wait, to them about how they're discriminating against men. Do they have fat men. girls at these restaurants? They, okay, Dale, we don't, as feminists, as woke male allies, oh, wait. you don't call them fat, you call them curvy. Uh, what else did Robbie Tripp Plus say? Plus size? Uh, you call them... Chubby? Uh, I don't think he said any... Uh, oh, yeah. Chubby. Oh, he did use fat, but he put it in quotes. Can we still say thick boned? What is, is that still thick, a thing yeah. you could say? But you could. So now it's like thick, but it's like two C's, no K. Oh, That's a thing. What if I don't like rap music? Am I still <laughs> too allowed, bad, buddy? <laughs> am I still allowed to use those words? Do you like bigger girls and you don't listen to rap music? What's the soundtrack to your <laughs> What's the soundtrack point. to your conquest there, bud? Mostly crying. <laughs> <laughs> get back on this <laughs> yeah let's get back to talking uh, about tech apps sam stevenson sure that's all riveting from whatever <laughs> he works at a company this guy uh in the wake of the google thing uh ro- fucking wrote this like huge email being like hey uh you know i'm never gonna work for your company after this dickhead wrote his thing about diversity D- do you want to read the whole read read yes just read the email okay. Uh, since we've had so many requests about Dale reading out loud and proving to everybody really that he, he can't make sentences good. Um, sorry, I'm just gonna... Okay. From Sam Stevenson. Hi, 
blacked out, redacted, didn't want their names to be there. Thanks for reaching out, out about opportunities at Google. I'd expect to respond with my usual list of questions about whether Google's benefits have improved to match what my current employer offers, namely the ability to work remotely from anywhere I choose, a four-day work week during the summer, travel expenses toward a vacation every year, paid sabbaticals every three years, and monthly stipends for education, fitness, and community-supported agriculture. Does any company offer that or is that that 37 that is that is the company like it was so obvious what company works for after reading that that sounds slick yeah Yeah. totally obvious i totally knew okay whatever back to the thing ultimately though those are just material parts of compensation package that can be negotiated okay this is where i pull on bridge like you're just gonna list piece by piece all the things you expect and then be like Ultimately, though, those are just materialistic, and we can negotiate those at a later time because, as I'm about to tell you, I have a huge heart and a big brain, and I'm totally awesome. All the things I just spent 20 minutes listing don't actually matter to me at all. I also want to point out that my hairstyle is totally dope because my beard ends at my hipster glasses, and then there's two inches of gap, and then I have my comb over because... I'm awesome. Okay, so continuing. What concerns me now is the disappointing response from Google regarding regarding the internet sexist, air quotes, manifesto that leaked this past weekend. It is not the response of a company that cares about fostering an inclusive work environment, and that's a non-negotiable deal breaker for me. Your VP of Diversity, Integrity, and Governance, Danielle Brown, issued the following statement. Wait, so when you're talking about diversity and sexist manifestos and stuff, do you think they just made Danielle Brown make this so that it would have more cred that a woman is answering to these calls? or So are you saying uh, Danielle Brown herself was a diversity hire to lead up the diversity shit at the diversity company? Maybe. That, that How deep does this go, man? <laughs> yeah, holy hell. <laughs> the snake is eating itself. Okay. <laughs> so these are, this is Danielle Brown's quote. Danielle Brown's. Wait. It's Danielle. Is this the guy who wrote that book that Tom Hanks was in who also had terrible hair? You do hair? this every time. Why do you make a Dan Brown fucking Da Vinci Code every episode? We don't need to talk about it anymore. We're done. Oddly enough, he has the same haircut as Wait. Sam Stevens. <laughs> just fucking shaved it. It goes into the barber. Hey, Boba, shave the sides. Leave everything else. Uh, what what do you call that haircut? I call it I was in World War One, And I don't want my hair to stick below my What was fucking Army Da Vinci Code? Even, it was like National Treasure, right? With yeah, Nicolas but Cage? worse because it didn't have Nicolas Cage. But, but he was like hunting for, for Jesus? I don't know. I didn't actually watch it. You, so how do you? <laughs> I just like bringing it up because Tom Hanks had terrible hair. In and he and, looks much like Sam Stevenson. And that's all it takes for me to pretend to like a movie. I was like, hey, does the lead actor have a terrible haircut? I'll tell people I like that movie just to trick them into watching it. Should I get back to this? Just read. Re- okay. Danielle Brown, uh, Diversity and Integrity. 
Part of building in an open, inclusive environment means fostering a culture in which those with alternative views, including different political views, feel safe sharing their opinions. The author of the leak. The author of the leaked document claims that the distribution of preferences and abilities of men and women differ in part due to biological causes and that these differences may explain why we don't see equal representation of women in tech and leadership. This is not a different political view. It is, a pr it is not a preference to be debated. It is an unscientific and easily debunked incendiary statement. I like to point out that he did not point you in the way to debunk this and that every time somebody says the word incendiary, all I think of is that movie Almost Famous. Why? Because he said incendiary in it. One time in the movie and that's what No, you it was, it was like a big thing. He's like, it was incendiary. And it was like this big pivotal moment because he figured out, I don't know, how to write about music by using the word incendiary. Anyway, Sam Stevenson wrote a fucking email uh, and instead of just sending it off, so he wrote a, a huge email, uh, turning down, uh, an alleged job offer that for all we know, turning never actually Google. existed. Yeah. And not, not only did he write the email and just send it like a fucking normal person would, he had to go all suicide hotline on us and share it on the internet. So everyone knew how goddamn great he was, uh, for standing up for something yeah virtual signaling that he will not work at google because they do not support equal well no right so, stuff. because they did support so they did come out saying that uh that the guy could express his opinion and that's what offended this guy my favorite thing about this is in the second sentence where he says I expected to respond with my usual list of questions about whether Google's benefits have improved to match what my current employer offers. So that means that this dickhead already looked into the benefits that Google offers and decided that they didn't match his current ones from his employer. And he was like, yeah, 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 they're not going to give me enough stuff. And then he just like goes on and is like, oh, hey, uh, I'm only turning you down. Because because of this manifesto that other guy wrote, not because I looked into uh, what you're offering and I want four day work weeks in the summer because like I totally gotta work on tanning that one spot I don't have hair on the sides of my head. Yeah, good job, Sam. Yeah. Uh, for for your efforts in turning down a job that you were never gonna accept in the first place, uh, you definitely get our our virtue signal of the week. Yeah. Do you think that got him laid? Fuck yeah. Why else does anyone do that shit? <laughs> Remember that time? Oh, speaking of the, <laughs> the suicide hotline shit. Uh, Brendan, uh, one of our friends, fucking drug up a tweet of mine from, from th apparently it was three years ago that Robin Williams died today. Robin Williams today? killed himself. Three, three years today. That was a long uh, time ago. Because Brendan got a, a fucking time hop that yeah. uh, popped up, and it was it was me saying... Uh, fuck, I'll show it to you right now. Oh, my God. Did you funny. tweet the suicide oh, dude, hotline? I totally did. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm like, this doesn't prove your point because I totally did that being like, I'm going to get so many likes for this. Yeah. And, and I did. Like, it was, 
it was, uh, yeah, it, it definitely proved my point because that's the whole reason. Like, I didn't do it to save people's lives, although I'll tell you that I did. Derek? Uh, no, that's why everyone does that, to... To, yeah, no, I know, but you don't tell people that. Nobody does things. You're supposed the to be internet. the nice guy. Right. No, I did it to save lives. Yeah. I have no interest in uh, I'm the funny retweets, asshole. retweets or likes. I'm the guy who doesn't care. Or favorites or internet so people popularity. Laugh. I don't care about any of that. I because care about doing the right thing. My job doesn't actually matter if I'm, I'm a complete dickhead. I'm, I'm principled. I'm, yeah. I have principles. Uh, I, 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 don't, do. I don't have to ply people with baseball stakes. I, I always do. I've never bought another human being. I've bought myself many baseball stakes. I will you know never. what, Derek? I'm going to give you some free career advice. <laughs> Buy people baseball stakes and you will achieve more. All right. <laughs> that goes Are the for people you. That goes for all you listeners out there. Yeah, yeah. Your your career. Are you will be, the people? I your, have to your career will be better if you buy me baseball stakes. All right. I'll that take is that to heart. My promise to you as a uh, genuine good career advisor. Uh, which is a joke because I'm the worst career advisor ever. Yeah. I've had like over a hundred jobs in my life. But they've all been. No, they haven't. No. <laughs> There's been a lot of terrible jobs. But you've had a very diverse uh, employment history. Hey, maybe I should talk to Danielle Brown <laughs> about <laughs> diversity. What's our next topic? I'll be like, hey, uh, Dr. Da Vinci painting, did you find a code in it to get you to Jesus? Just, what is our next topic? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've been talking about diversity in women a lot. So let's talk about... Topless ladies. Hey. Topless ladies. As a woke male ally for feminists, I like a good, topless, curvy woman. So I'm a hero for loving them. I'm bringing this topic up not because there was a specific incident on the internet that everybody freaked out about, but because without fail, every summer, a woman will go topless, which she's legally allowed to do, set by precedent. Okay, there's no law saying that she can go topless like they didn't be like oh this is a law but they took away the bylaw that considers a woman showing her nipples as indecent exposure by defeating some cases in court so basically every summer a woman will take her top off Dale gets a little excited because I'm not going to lie I like a pair of breasts <laughs> oh frame that in a more woke ally feminist kind of way there but. I like fat breasts. Mm, I'll allow it. Curvy I'll breasts? allow it. All right, right good, curvy? good. Okay. okay, so basically, uh, yeah, what happens is a girl will take her shirt off, and then, surprisingly enough, it's mostly other women who complain, and then they'll be all, like, get on the internet and be like, oh, nobody did this when I was a kid, but uh, actually they did back in... 1991, which is what, 26 years ago? Fuck. Damn. So there was a girl named, this is the first instance in Canada that uh, started this whole top freedom debate. That's actually a thing. That's what it's called. So in 1991, Gwen Jacob, uh, on a very hot, humid day, Gwen Jacob, a University of Guelph student, was arrested after walking in a street in Guelph, Ontario, while topless after removing her shirt when the temperature was 33 degrees Celsius and was charged with indecency. 
under section 173-1-A of the criminal code. Police stated that they acted following a complaint from another woman. I thought you ladies all had to stick together, but you keep ratting each other out for taking your shirts off. It's probably because the dudes won't rat, because they're like, ah, girl took her top off. Yeah, don't tell anybody. This is a story from fucking 1991. No, basically, this is this is where precedent was set that they can no longer be charged. So every year it happens that a woman takes her shirt off, but 26 years ago it happened, and they're like, yeah, we can't legally, we're not going to legally charge you. Yeah, that would be discriminatory. DC. Yeah, that was the whole thing. And um, basically her whole defense was this is a double standard and not equal rights for men and women and the judge was like yeah good point that uh that is double standards women can take their tops off and for 26 years every year a woman will take her top off and people lose their shit so stop losing your shit let girls take their tops off even if they don't have breasts that you deem adequate to be looked at they have the right because it's hot as hell out there, and I need a couple cheap thrills. Do you have anything to add? I'm not even validating any of the shit you just... As far as I'm concerned, as a feminist, that didn't happen. What? What? Derek, we gotta stick together. No, I'm... Uh, We're co-hosts. No. We co-host this. I only love... Fat titties? My fat girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so the only... Man, I will never get over a uh, thick wife guy. That's never. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. Thick wife to... guy, I don't know. It's like, it's weird because it's like, you know, that quote that says, I'd rather uh, rule in infamy or whatever than die in obscurity. Yeah. Well, he's, he's doing that's, that right that's now. Like, that's like. He's, he's definitely infamous. That's kind of what I've, I've lived my life by, but that guy just pulled it. I don't know. And it's not even. I think there needs to be, like, a new movement to just take down self-congratulatory douchebags all the time. Yeah, is I thought there was. Like, I thought, like, a couple of years ago, we started calling them calling them white knight, white knights because they'd be like, yo, I, uh, I'm i totally a white knight in shining, or a knight in shining armor. Yeah, but that ended up being, like, co-opted by people who would just use it to, it's same as SJW. It's like, oh, yeah. you stand up for a thing? Ah, you're white knighting. Yeah. Oh, you told me to not make rape threats against that girl. Oh, you just want her to sleep with you, which uh, is like. So I guess basically the alt-right ruined the term white knighting. Fucking alt-right. Those guys are Man, how are we supposed to self-police these virtue signaling left wing hippies when the right crazy douchebags are all like, oh, hey, this word that makes sense and kind of shows what's going on. We're just going to co-opt it and use it way too much. Use it for and a bunch of awful shit yeah. to justify our shitty behavior. Yeah. Uh, all right. You got you got more things? You got uh, more things you want to talk want, about? Do you want to talk about shirtless Putin? Uh, is, the, is he back in the news? Yeah, well, basically what happened was over the weekend, it was either this weekend or last weekend, he went on a fishing trip. Look at this. Oh, <laughs> damn. He went fishing and he went shirtless and basically Russian women turned into Canadian women if Trudeau took his shirt off. And that's why I'm bringing it up because we spent all this time rallying on Trudeau and about 
how annoying it is that women are all like, oh, look how pretty he is. And then you have a guy like Putin who isn't pretty. At and all, even remotely. I will say that for a 64-year-old man, like, okay, consider this. Trump is, like, five years older than that guy. And Trump looks like a bunch of fucking, like, half-rotten cantaloupes in a pillowcase. Like, his body's just <laughs> yeah. so fucking weird and paunchy. He looks like if, like, you know on Halloween when you have those big orange bags that have a face on that look like <laughs> jack-o'-lanterns and you just stuff them with leaves? Like, but only half full of leaves, so they're, yeah. like, bulging at the bottom and yeah. flopped over it's on like top. you took a bunch of those bags and a little kid <laughs> made, like, a suit to pass as a grown-up and he's like... Hey, we're going to build a wall. Look at me. I'm an adult. These aren't leaves in a garbage bag. I don't like people of other colors. I think you just actually found... I'm going to play golf. ...an idea that will make us some money. If we just, like, print Trump, like a cartoon Trump, on a bunch of those fucking garbage bags and sell them to people to put in their front yard. You know what we should do? We should be like, we should sell... Trump Halloween costumes as just garbage bags. <laughs> yeah, totally uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. He, so, and the thing about Trump is that, like, he doesn't believe in exercise and he believes, like, human bodies have a, a finite amount of energy in them and once you run out, you die. And, like, it shows because the guy is, like, in really fucking awful shape. Whereas I Putin, mean, I kind of like that idea that humans only have a certain amount of energy just because I'm lazy. And the yeah. only reason I do stuff is because I have to. Yeah, but it'd be, yeah, you could be like, ah, oh, I could go to the gym and like, you know, be a feminist and stare at asses. But holy shit, that's a beautiful picture. Look at him feeding that. It, what is that, an elk? It's a moose. It's a baby moose. Be- a bottle feeding a moose. Yeah, it, it's a picture of Putin. Bottle feeding a moose. I would love to see Putin and Trudeau uh, throw down in, like, a charity boxing match. Dude. I think that would be rad as hell. Um, how about that picture? Putin hugging a uh, puppy? He's not such a bad guy. I mean, he only poisoned, what, like, a couple people? Yeah, he, like, murders his own people. And... <laughs> Fucking goddamn. I don't know if it's the shirtlessness or the camo pants, but Putin's got it going on. Uh... Yeah, I mean, so he's, like, you know, dictator light. Uh, he's pretty doing the butterfly. Like, We should stop looking at these pictures. This is an amazing slideshow. Oh I God. had no idea. He's playing hockey. This guy's he's king rifles. of the photo ops. He's getting in a tank. He's wrestling a tiger. <laughs> he's fucking wearing a Tilly hat. Hey, speaking of Halloween, a bunch of people are pissed off. Here it is. It's, what, first week of August? Uh, apparently, you can already find Halloween candy, Halloween candy in the stores. Halloween costumes. Halloween costumes in the stores. So I'm, I'm just like, so you look at, so like, it used to be predictable, like Labor Day rolled around, and then yeah. you did the Halloween shit, and then after Halloween it would be Thanksgiving shit, and the first day after Thanksgiving it would be like Christmas shit. Yeah. But now it's like fucking August comes, start selling that Halloween shit. And Halloween hits, and then it's, like, Christmas yeah. for, like, three months. That's okay. That's cool, but I'm just, I'm looking at, at towards a future where, like, like, fuck it, man. January 1st, we, we fucking, we gear up for Christmas. There's, like, a 363-day sales cycle for Christmas. We fucking, we get ready for Halloween. We fucking gear up for the 4th of July. Like, we are celebrating okay. everything. 
all year long. Go, go, go. Buy, buy, buy. That, Eat candy. <laughs> buy shit. Black Friday. <laughs> that sounds amazing, actually. Dude, I would, I would I actually... I fucking... Everybody's like, oh my god, you could buy Halloween candy already. I'm like, where? I yeah. fucking... I love candy. I mean... I love Halloween. On principle... Put I, them together. It's I'm, like peanut butter and jelly. I'm, I'm going I'm going it's full... It's synergy, baby. Full, you're, you're a moron. I'm going full dad here. I will never... I, I could see those fucking beautiful bags of Halloween candy in the stores now. I'm not going to buy them. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the day after Halloween. I'm going to be patient. And I'm yeah. going to get those same bags of candy for a dollar. A dollar, Dale. You show them old, I'm going to get... I don't even care. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Are Call me gonna, old. Are you going to use those dollar bags of candy to ply businessmen? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take my savings and invest them in baseball stakes. They're like, oh. But I'm not. Like, why? They're like, thanks for the candy corn. Why, why buy the candy now? Also, it's hot as fuck. Steak. Who's going to buy candy from Walmart and bring it home and let it sit in your cupboard to hey, melt for two months before you give it to shitty Candy's better kids? when it's soft. It's, if you're going to eat the candy, <laughs> sure. I get it. But why do you have to sell that the Halloween bags of candy to eat the candy? Why can't you just buy regular candy and eat that candy? Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess it's good It's good for people with no self-control because they're like... <laughs> it's good for people with diabetes. <laughs> yeah, no, because you put it out and then people are like, oh, Halloween candy. I'll pick that up now on the sly and then I'll lie to myself and say I'm not going to eat it, but then I'll eat it. And then you have this bag of, like, mini chocolate bars. You're like, oh, they're just little chocolate bars. I'll just eat six of <laughs> six them. Of, it's not the and same. it won't count. There's no calories. Yeah. It's, like, 80 calories in each one. That's less than a regular chocolate bar. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm out of uh, Halloween candies. Next I thing you know, you're married more. to some scrawny white guy <laughs> and he's writing really, really sweet Instagram posts about you. Like, and that's, that's what happens. That's where we're headed with this Halloween in August garbage. Costumes yeah. in August? Fuck off with that. Who who needs to buy yeah, a costume okay. in August? Halloween costumes? Yeah, get rid of it. Like, lie to yourself. Tell yourself you're going to build the best costume ever. And then a week before Christmas or a week before Halloween when you haven't made a costume, be like, yeah, I don't feel like going out this year anyway. Yeah, that's and basically. That's the last five years. Fucking like, so clockwork. Like, yeah, November 1st, I'll be like, oh, I'm thinking of a big elaborate like family Halloween costume. It's going to be so clever. We're going to yeah. do this next year. Courtney, you're going to do this. Noah, you're going to be like this. And then... That's like the last you'll hear of it until yeah. until October thirty first when I'm like fuck I need a costume and yeah. then I'll go as like uh, uh, sexy Dracula uh, Donald Glover from Community and just wrap myself in toilet paper and that's my costume. That's a terrible costume. It's a great. I was told. Did at you the, do blackface? No. No. Then how are you, Donald Glover? I'm woke, but I'm not that woke. I just did the, the toilet paper. I was told oh, yeah. by a bouncer in the cambi that i had to put my shirt on at the cambi which is like the skeeziest bar did you tell them about the top freedom movement i shouldn't <laughs> that See, would have been the perfect is, this is why you gotta pay attention to dale so that when i make a callback to my <laughs> shitty talking about boobies under the on the dl then you could be like yeah oh, i should have She's totally talked about top freedom. That that was just a ploy to get our listeners to go topless around you. Be like, hey. I'm not even going to deny that. I'm a feminist. Hey, any of you ladies out there? 
I'm woke who, as hell. Who want to go topless around me? Feel free. All right. We're at an hour. Uh, that good? Anything else you want to cover? Uh, wait, you wrote Death Wish Remake. What's that? Oh, well, they remade... <coughs> <coughs> they remade the movie uh, Death Wish. And uh, because nothing can fucking not be political now, it's... Uh, you know, the original Death Wish with Charlton... Uh, Charles Bronson? Charles Bronson, thank you. Bronson! Uh, and wait, they remade that a couple years ago with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, they just remade it. What, really? And his kid died. It wasn't Death Wish. It was... Oh, Are you sure shit. it was Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Kevin talking. Bacon would be awful. His son awful. Pl- he, his son played hockey, and then they went to a gas station, and then he got killed. Hold on. Death Wish. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Death Sentence. That's not even the same. Oh, Loosely? Death Sentence is a 2007 American action drama film loosely based on the 1975 novel of the same name by Brian Garfield, directed by James Wan. The film's... So, what it was was Death Sentence and Death Wish are kind of similar? Sequels? Brothers? Related? Yeah, Death Sentence was the book, and I think Death Wish was based on the book? Um, anyways, yeah. So, you're saying it took political ire? Oh, they, no, they remade <clears throat> They remade it. Uh, Eli Roth, actually, is directing. Oh, like, I, I don't even know what the fuck he's been up to since. Uh, I will say... Making Hostel 2? Yeah, Hostel was shitty. Saw was Saw was him too, right? No. So was Saw not him? I think Saw was an Asian director. Alright. Should we look this up? I don't care. Does anybody actually care about Saw? Eli Roth did a fucking uh, Cabin, Cabin Fever, Fever was baby. actually I I will die loving that movie. Cabin yeah. Fever was a fucking and fantastic that's movie. That's one of those movies that you can quote and laugh at and nobody will know what the fuck you're talking about like every once in a while I'll just scream pancakes and do karate <laughs> movements and nobody will know what I'm they're like what yeah what fuck? he's a professor of being a dog <laughs> <laughs> what's he a professor of I don't know being a dog uh, face so Eli Roth directed a Death Wish remake starring Bruce Willis uh, ooh and, that sounds tight I love it, Bruce it does but everyone's like oh this is an alt-right movie uh, this movie is like the alt right's gonna love it because it's about a guy who takes vengeance into his own hands. They're like, this is like a. Uh, this is I like uh, all those other Bruce Willis <laughs> movies that Dale wants. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna say something about remakes. Please keep making remakes. Don't listen to these whiny assholes who don't like the movies they love from their childhood, updated with better actors and better effects. Like, they made remade RoboCop with the guy from The Killing, and that was fucking awesome. It had wicked effects. RoboCop looked awesome, and the story was better. They remade uh, Total Recall with Colin Farrell. That was also awesome because Colin Farrell's hot as fuck, and the effects were super dope, and it wasn't as cheesy as the old one. That said... I fucking love the old one. I love all Arnold Schwarzenegger cheesy science fiction movies, but I want them all remade with better effects. Yeah. 
That's the end of it. I don't know where the outrage over this is coming, but everyone was like, oh, it's a it's a movie about fashion. It's like a, it's a vigilante movie. I don't know how the politics really tie into it. Because people are dumb, and that's why we make fun of them on our podcast, because they're like, hey, this movie with Bruce Willis where he kills people, that's going <laughs> to... This action movie where Bruce Willis has a gun... And he's in a building on Christmas. It's just like fascism, man. The alt-right would fucking love. Wait, did the liberal, like, did the left wing just become Tipper Gore and be like, hey, if we make a movie about violence, everybody's going to start doing What's violence. What's the Tipper Gore reference? I don't know. <laughs> I made the reference to you yesterday because you are trying to. Hey, this guy's the Tipper Gore. This is the Tipper Gore of our fantasy. Okay, so basically I, I said Derek was being the Tipper Gore of our fantasy hockey league because they voted on some rule changes and I thought that they censored me. And I wasn't expecting him to bring it up, so I don't know why I'm explaining this because none of you guys give a fuck about fantasy hockey, especially if you're not in the league. And if you do care about fantasy hockey, uh, you should message us because we're actually looking for a couple spots in our league. Oh, yeah. The uh, official Outrage Factory, it's not called that, but we uh, we win a big trophy. DM us. But don't <laughs> send us pictures of your dinks because uh, that will not get you in the hockey league. As a woke feminist ally, I will accept pictures of curvy dinks only. Actually, if your dink is holding a hockey stick, <laughs> All right. then I'll accept Let's it. wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening. This marks, uh, we're going to go on a little bit of a hiatus. Dale might find a, a guest co-host. I'm gone. Sounds like a lot of work. I'm gone for two weeks. Uh, so he, Guess what he's doing? He's going to go ply people with dinners and do... I am actually, I'm going to go to a steakhouse in Dallas. Group I'm gonna, stuff. I'm going to eat, I'm going to find the biggest baseball-iest steak that Dude. I can. Don't do that in Texas. You'll die. I'm going to eat that. Do you know how big the tex- the steaks are in Texas? I want to find one of those Bigger places. Bigger than everywhere else. <laughs> hey, yo. All right. Uh, Wait, if, no, tell your story. What are you going to find in Texas? Gonna, one no. of those, what was that uh, John Candy, Great Outdoors, where he like what gets the like. What was that John Candy? The one where he eats the 64-ounce steak. Canadian? It was John, It was Great Outdoors, yes, right? John Candy was in so many movies, he had to eat a big steak in more than one. No, he didn't. No, it was just Great Outdoors. Oh, wait, uh, did he? It's possible, but the yeah. six like sixty four ounce like yeah. I want to find a stick. Was it like sixty four ounces? I think so Here, now I gotta research it. Dear say, say your thing. Lord. Say your Dude, stuff about the. Thing. I don't know if you know what ounces are, but sixty four of them is a lot of fucking steak. Wait, I don't actually know all that stuff. That's why I let you say it because I didn't memorize it. Ninety six well, ounce steak. Hot Jesus. damn. Jesus. I don't know if you know this, six but pounds. 96 is a lot six bigger pound than 64. Six pounds? Fuck, that was a good ass. That's another good movie. Six pounds of steak? I couldn't eat six pounds of steak. I could do it. I couldn't do it. Maybe my fat wife could. Hey, yo! Hey, yo! On that <laughs> note, we will uh, feminist. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Stay angry about shit. If you have any tips uh, or things you come across that make you mad or you see other people getting mad about things, feel free to tweet us at OutrageFactPod or email us at theoutragefactory at gmail.com or uh, post it to our Facebook out- See, that's why I get you to say all that shit because I don't remember that. Uh, and you, you have the email password so i can't even check yeah i actually haven't checked that so don't actually don't email us there because i don't uh, check it that often yeah Uh, so you could also just go to our facebook group outrage fact pod sure 
and right. drop us a line there. I'm gonna. Well, actually, if you're hearing this, then you're already seeing what I posted. So me telling you what I'm gonna post doesn't even make sense. You can tweet at me at Herder. You can tweet at him at SuperDaleBot. You can... You can tweet at the Outrage Fact Pod. Give us a hearty handshake and a hug if you see us on the street. If you are in uh, Minneapolis, Dallas... Where the fuck else am I going to be? Minneapolis. Oh, where am I going to be? Dallas. I'm going to so many cities. Uh, New Orleans, San Diego, or uh, Chicago. Ooh, uh, San Diego, Chicago. Feel free to buy me... Dallas and New Orleans. Did you say New Orleans? Buy me a thick steak, yeah. Oh, you dickhead. Oh, the world is jealous. Okay, thanks for listening. And if you're in Langley, look me up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Yeah, bye. Stay angry.